Hello, 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 everybody. Okay, it's just me this week. Corey and Yolanda are busy, busy, busy. As you guys know, we hold down the podcast and full-time jobs here at Essence. So bear with them, but you do have me. Hey, divas. Uh, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of Yes Girl. First and foremost, thank you guys for rating and subscribing and reviewing. We're feeling the love on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook on the Apple Podcast Reviews and Google Play. We appreciate you guys. We love reading your thoughts so please, please keep it up. Keep talking to us. Tell us what you like on the show. Tell us what you don't. If you're not already listening, please subscribe to Yes Girl so you won't miss an episode. Tell a friend. Tell a diva. You can follow us at at Yolizama myself at ManWifeDog on Twitter and at Charlie with an I pen on Instagram and at Corey Murray on both platforms and tell us what you think don't forget to use our hashtag hashtag yes girl podcast so this week we have Tamar who's released her reportedly last album yes our girl Tamar Braxton is saying she's done with music you guys or at least making albums but we'll let you hear it from her her new album Bluebird of Happiness has just come out so we've got Tamar our, our boo Tamar on the show also, y'all know Queen Sugar's mid-season premiere came back. Queen Sugar's cast members, Rutina Wesley and Don Leanne Gardner are here. Our favorite divas on the show, the Bordelon sisters. Uh, the mid-season returned last night, and y'all know we're going to talk about it. Plus, I'm excited to talk about, you know, talk to another Charlie. Anyway, that's a moment. First, let's kick things off with some Instagram love. Tierra Janae says, it's Friday, y'all, and that means hashtag Yes Girl Podcast time. I love these ladies. Charlie, Yolanda, and Corey always get me excited about the weekend. Keep it coming, ladies. I'm all here for it. Yes, hashtag Friday. Thank you, Tiara. Next up, we have King Jesse Smollett. All these emojis. All the emojis. <laughs> Just listen to this podcast again. Still as hilarious as it was when I first listened. Jesse is such a problem, a good problem. Girl, we agreed. That episode had us in tears. Thank you. All right. Alicia Quarles says, new on the blog, in celebration of International Podcast Day, which was last week, we saw you guys shouting us out. Thank you. And remember, you guys, we love the love. And now, Tamar Braxton. Hi, I'm Corey Murray, Entertainment Director with Essence Magazine. Hi guys, I'm Charlie Penn, Lifestyle Editor at Essence.com. And we are here with, wait for it, Tamar Braxton. Hey. Hi guys. Welcome back. Can I just say one quick thing? Yes. I still say thebomb.com for everything. You do. So I want to thank you. It is necessary. <laughs> it is necessary for everything. Yes, it is. It's a requirement. And you are like family here at Essence Tamar. Yes, we, I, I mean, you know, we've covered your career, yeah. you've grown your family, yeah. you know, so I always say welcome home. Come thank on you. Back. Thank you. It's good to be home. <laughs> So you have a new album. I do. Bluebird of Happiness. It came out on Friday. And Congratulations. I'm really Thank you. I'm really excited about, you know, my final and best album. Don't stop saying it. Is. What does that exactly mean? What, what is that means final? I'm not making a new album. I understand. I'm just coping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, she said she's not done with music, right? No, I'm she not, did clarify. I'm not totally done with music. I do have a, a label situation. Mm -hmm. um, I am going to be helping other acts and things like that, but I just won't be recording anything new. 
So this is our yeah. this is our <laughs> So wait, was Vincent okay with you not coming? It wasn't more putting his decision. Music? It, it wasn't. was my okay. decision. I hear that. You know, um, with this whole process of uh, making the bluebird of happiness, I found myself in a place where, you know, I felt like I had to find my own identity and happiness for myself because a lot of not so positive things happened last year. And it felt me, I mean, and I found myself in a place where, you know, I was confused. Nothing seemed recognizable to me. And so I went on this quest for happiness and I believe I found it. Ooh, so tell us a little about a bit about the quest for happiness, because I feel like everyone's trying to. We're, we're all trying to get, trying to get there, yeah. especially with this time we're living in now. I mean, we were talking with Vince before. It's like we are living in the book of Revelations. Mm. Yes, but you know, our grandmama's been telling us that since we was knee high, right? <laughs> that <laughs> is the true. Last day. That is true. Okay, Lord. That's true. <laughs> so, what have you done to help get back to happy? Well, you, you look know, happy. I am. I am. Well, you know, really, I had to really get in tune with my spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, I forgot about. I knew who Tamar was, but I didn't know who my spirit was you know what I mean and I had to allow my spirit to feed my body and my mind and you know let my spirit take control and to get to know who is that bluebird where's your bluebird where is she where is she do you guys know the story of the bluebird no, no. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the story no. of the bluebird of happiness so there was this bird okay and uh it lived like in this country in this beautiful beautiful uh tree and then right in front of the the tree was a beautiful house and a white picket fence and one day the the bluebird woke up and it was like oh my goodness this, this is not not feel like home nothing feels like nothing feels right mm. so the bird flew to Paris. was like oh yes god i'm here i'm getting my life i'm eat, drinking champagne i'm eating caviar darling this is amazing and then two weeks later the bird woke up and was like oh my goodness this doesn't feel like home something feels like it's incomplete so food in belgium had some chocolate honey ha huh? yes saw some men with muscles you know stayed <laughs> yes. for a little while then flew to jamaica and the same thing there you know i had too many matas there and got their life and you know one day it just flew and flew and flew and they found this beautiful beautiful tree and the tree was already set up with the house and a bed and a, a tv and a microwave and the bluebird was like well this looks like i can you know post up here for a minute so um the bluebird was there for weeks and weeks and um, come to find out that this is the same exact home that the bluebird had started from. And oh. so, yes. And so I felt very connected to that bluebird because, you know, my happiness was always with me. You know, mm -hmm. my, your happiness never leaves you. You forget about the happiness that God had, has already placed inside of you. Tamar, that was a beautiful story. Where'd you learn the story? Who, who told you that one? Well, you know, this old Broadway pr a producer told me the story and uh, he was very wise. And it was just the most amazing story. That's that a gem. It's a nugget, isn't it, darling? Massive. <laughs> <laughs> and I just felt connected to it right away. Yeah. Now, going back to your quest for happiness, what were some like specific things you do. I mean, was it spa time? Were you walking in the hills? Like, what were you doing to really reconnect to your spirit? Because I love that part of it. It's like, what do you really do to like ground yourself? Mm -hmm. Well, I had to get reacclimated with my faith. You know, mm -hmm. I was raised in the church. You know, you read the Bible, you hear stories and you say you saved. But are you really saved? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And save is not shouting, falling out on the ground and your wig falling off. That's not it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Save is knowing who your creator is, having conversation, hearing him speak to you, yeah. you know, knowing how to turn out all the noise so, you know, you can get the right direction in life. And so for me, that was the first thing that I had to get in order. Now, let me ask you this, because a lot of there's a lot of talk around you in social media and like the beefs that may or may not be real. Did you disconnect from social media at this time? I believe that I have. I believe that a lot of beefs are like 
made up. You know what I mean? Because I don't sit on social media all day and start friction with people. Like, I'm a really happy person. I really like to have a good time. I'm a girl's girl. (laughs) You know, I have four (laughs) sisters and a mother. You know, I don't want any beef with, especially my sisters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Women. I don't want any beef with them. Um, But if I have something to say, I'm going to say it. I don't want to, you know, shame. I might shade, which is funny. <laughs> and I've always been I've, I've always been a funny person, you right. know, to make light of situations. But I definitely don't want any beef with anybody. So I think a lot of that is fabricated. And things do get confusing on social media. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Yeah. A lot. My thing is when you see people say like that wasn't even a real tweet that's going viral or a real com- comment. You can't even believe everything. Or people act like see. they're in your head and know who you're talking about, and you're not even talking about a specific person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're just talking about it in general. So You know what I think when I see, a lot, not you specifically, but with other celebs, I'm like, I don't think they're having this fight publicly. Right. Like, I think some of this stuff is just, like, to your point, it's just, it's, but it's, I think right. it's fabricated or whatever. So I that's what I was curious because uh, we had Jesse Smollett the other day and he was telling us how he's taking a break from social media. And I'm wondering if that's a trend with a lot of people who, who are celebrities like you where you just kind of need to quiet the noise. Yeah, you do. Because sometimes, first of all, it's, it's turned into the new CNN, right? Okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. And so like most of, pe- most of us wake up in the morning, look at our phone and see what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, instead of we used to mm-hmm. turn the television on. But sometimes you got to put the shade room down, darling. <laughs> We're all addicted. <laughs> and just, you know... Just live your life and yeah. enjoy your life yeah. and enjoy your day because sometimes you can see things on social media that can alter your personality for the day. Yeah. You don't want that. So, Tamara, when you took this time, who did it make you closer to? I'm assuming Vince, besides yourself. Um, Was it my your sisters? Mom. Okay, your mom. My mom really? understood her as a woman. You know, Ooh. yeah. And I mean, I always looked at her as somebody that I can look up to and as like a powerful, amazing woman, mm-hmm. but not as a woman. You know what I mean? Like a stranger woman. I identified with this woman instead of right. her being my mother, if you understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just started to appreciate her strength. Um, the fact that she raised all of her kids, you know, by herself with no nannies. <laughs> she has six kids. Can, you, can we talk about that yeah, for a second? Like, These people, I'm like, my listen. mother did it two jobs. We just came home, sat down, looked at the TV, did our homework. She and cooked we were every done. day. Yeah. You know, we, we had our attention, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, I just felt like I had to, you know, kind of pattern myself after her because I want my mm-hmm. son to know his mother as a woman. Like, yeah. that's the kind of woman I want. I love that. Yeah. It seemed, you know, Vince is looking healthy, although he has that sling. Yes. How are things with you guys? Is it still going strong? Well, we're married. Yeah. And so we're married. <laughs> And I love that part of why you said you're taking a break is to better, to work on your marriage even more. Yeah, because, you know, it's a lot. You know, we work Mm -hmm. together very closely on pretty much all of my projects, you know, and I just know when it's time to say when, you know, Mm -hmm. these things matter to me. Yes, but my family is my core. My family is what makes me happy in life. You know what I mean? I can't look for somebody else to make me happy. And so I know that this is something that is solid. So. When you told Vince, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm not going to make another album, was he kind of like, okay, this is what we're doing together? And He has not commented oh. at all. Not in the public and not in, not in private. He hasn't said anything about it. Well, it's good to reprioritize, I think, sometimes. That's true. Yeah. And we don't talk enough about the fact that that's okay. Yeah. So I applaud you. Like, that's you don't have to have one focus, yeah. tunnel vision for all of your life. Yeah, and I'm still doing other things. Like, I'm going on the Great Escape Tour mm-hmm. with my girls mm-hmm. and Monica. That's going to be lit. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And hopefully after that, I'll do the Bluebird of Happiness Tour. So, you know, I'm not leaving you high and dry there. Exactly. I was thinking, I was like, it's not, okay, I understand you're not going to have, like, this press thing or these five, these ten songs that won't be streaming. 
but you are still an artist. You're still Absolutely. a celebrity. You Always still have a voice. I'm still a songwriter. And, wow. I, and I still will write for other people. Yep. Grammy nominated. <laughs> Four times. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are we going to get a Braxton's album? I don't know. But I know you're getting a Tony Braxton album. And I know that's coming soon, <laughs> and, which we did not plan. And we actually sat around and laughed about it. I was like, girl, why you didn't tell me your record was coming? I said, why you didn't tell me your record was coming? I'm like, girl, I forgot. <laughs> I love y'all sisterhood. Yeah. And the way yeah. that you support each other. And we've definitely grown, you know. And even over the airwaves, we've grown in front of everybody, which has been very challenging. I was going to say, you just in front, I mean, just being on reality TV. Yes, yeah. and I'm the youngest and I didn't know that I gave so much unsolicited advice to my sisters. I mm -hmm. thought that they really needed my help. <laughs> they don't. They're fine. <laughs> um, but it, it definitely has strengthened our sisterhood. I yeah. love that. I love that. You know what I want? I want you to have your own show. I love hearing your voice. You. I love your advice. I mean, I'm serious. I was watching on Wendy Williams, and I was like, like I could listen to, to yeah, like I did. I mean, I mean, in that really real talk, like I would love to see that space for you. Well, I'm I glad that's what you would love to see. Yes. Won't he do it? <laughs> what yes, else he will. Okay. What else is on? Like, what's what are you dreaming up next? Oh, everything. What's on the vision board? First of all, uh, Tamar Vince is coming back in November. Oh, yes. cute. And then you get like, I think, 13 weeks or 12 weeks of that. Then the Braxton's come back on. So you're always our TV. <laughs> and I'm definitely going back to daytime TV. I can't say that. But that's all I'm going to say about that. Absolutely. OK, yeah. cool. But can you say something about this lovely outfit you got on? Okay. I love it. it. I am here for Why, it. Thank you. Everybody wasn't here for it at first, honey. What? But yes, because, you know, a lot of people kind of shade like Forever 21 and Zara. And I'm all the way here for it. You know, <laughs> I like love to a deal. Mix, I, mean, I like to mix designer with, you know, my design. This dime, er, okay. <laughs> okay, I love that. My design. I love that. That's gonna be my new, <laughs> yes. my new Tamarism. Yeah, <laughs> but you make it work. I, I would make it work. Like maybe, maybe she was twenty dollars at the most, and she got a little lubes on here, got a little diamonds, you know. And like we were saying before we, we started, variety. variety. You save yes. money, you get more slaves. How about that? And it's yes. all about how you feel. What makes you feel amazing? You don't have to have on a $500 pair of shoes to make you feel amazing because I didn't always have that coin, darling. Okay. You Girl. know? Up next, more Yes Girl to come. So you guys know that we love Kind Snacks. We talked about this already, but we're going to refresh because you guys are getting your Kind Snacks. Shout out to Marquis G on Twitter. She says, got my free box of Kind Snacks thanks to the Essence Podcast. And she included a picture with an emoji. Girl, did you like them? You loved them, didn't you? Because we sure do. So here at Yes Girl, Kind Snacks is our jammy jam for when we're hungry, on the go, because we're all busy divas. We have a lot going on in our lives. We need to eat on the go. We need to eat healthy. We need to eat right. So y'all know Kind snacks is made in the u.s shout out to us made with ingredients you can ingredients you can actually recognize and pronounce we know that's important they use high quality nutrients i mean they're good you guys the the flavors are delicious it's a not only for profit company which is also important you want to give back a little bit but all the snacks are gluten-free low sodium no sugar alcohols and so you're taking care of your body and they're delicious. So if you want to get your free box, like our friend Marky G on Twitter, go to kindsnacks.com slash yesgirl. That's kindsnacks.com slash yesgirl. And you can get hooked up with a free box like Marky G. Okay, and you and your son Slay, when I see y'all together, when we catch a moment, talk. let's talk about motherhood. Oh, it's the best you thing that ever happened to me. And I had no idea I wanted to be the Partridge family. I wish somebody would have <laughs> shook me like back in the day, like, girl, you crazy. Because at first, for so long, I, you know, I was shading the situation. Like, I don't know. No, you weren't sure. 
Then I had Logan, and he completely changed my life. He's How old so is he nice. now? He's four, going on 40. All of his friends are 30. And <laughs> Love it. he's the greatest ever. He's the greatest blessing ever. Oh, my God. Is he like, is he one running around like, do this, mom, do that? Like, what's um, his personality? Like, he just, he, he just well, he looks like Vince, but he acts like me and my mother. I love it. Yeah. Does he already know what he wants to be for Halloween? Because my daughter had me at Party City looking at Halloween costumes. Really? Well, oh, he's, oh, it is he's nice. to being a policeman and writing tickets. He'll write you a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> he will violate you, honey. Oh, my God. Yes. So maybe he'll be a policeman. Now. And how else has being a mom changed you? Like, you know, a lot of women, t- I have not yet a mom. Corey is, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like, what do I have to look forward to as far as how it grows me in my womanhood? What would you- at first, I was so adamant against not being a mother until my career took off or gotcha. I got to a certain place in my life. But in actuality, my son pushed me into wanting to become all of the things that I've ever wanted to be. He gave me the courage to do that. And so that's why I said, why are you waiting? Don't wait. Well, to be honest, you always see that meme that's like, oops, I forgot to have kids. It's funny, <laughs> yes. but that is fact. <laughs> that was my life up until, I just turned 35. That was my life up until two yes. years ago. It wasn't intentional. Right. It was like, oh, oh, right. Right. So, you know, we're on it, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like, and then when it came time for me to want to have kids, I found out that I couldn't have kids. So then that started to be something else that was crazy, too, because then right. you start blaming yourself. Like, oh, my God, what was what I doing? Did I wait yeah. too long? Yeah, so, you know, kids are such a blessing. And, you know, I'm not even going to lie. He's definitely enriched my life. Yeah. So much. I will say this, having a kid, it definitely repurposes you. And it because I say now my daughter makes me realize what's important and yes. not in the general mm-hmm. sense, mm-hmm. but like she's important. She needs yeah. my time. Mm-hmm. She needs my focus. I have to raise her up to be a better human, a better mm-hmm. citizen of the world. And that makes me realize I shouldn't be worried about this over here, this, I this BS. Right, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't it just, have the time. Like, I, I don't have the time. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Yes. So that's what I would say having a kid does. It re- yeah. makes you reclaim your time. So don't think that, oh, I got to have this. But no, it makes you refocus to yes. Tamar's point. So Tamar, what else is inspiring you right now? So motherhood, getting re- reconnected with yourself. What else What else are you inspired by? Um, I guess the music that I just, I'm not trying to promote anything, but I'm just telling you I the mean, music you that I put out. <laughs> And because it's so it's so close to me, you know, mm-hmm. every song has a different message. Every song has an example from, you know, what I went through in this whole year when I didn't understand myself, yeah. when I had nowhere to turn, when I had no, no yeah. one to talk to about it because it's, it was so personal. And so, you know, when I said with these writers and wrote these records, you know, things started to come together for me. And so I'm inspired by my music. What's your favorite song on this new album? Ooh, child. Can you uh, one? So many. Um, <laughs> how I feel, mm. you know, um, it's, it's about when somebody asks you how you feel about them. It's almost like, you really want to know? Right. Because I'm about to tell you. Are you ready for this? <laughs> my Speak honest. on that. You know Speak what I'm saying? That. Yeah. Like when you ask me, now is the time for me to tell you, and this is not me attacking you Mm -hmm. because you asked me. And now I'm going to be a woman, and I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. You know what they say? Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. Honesty. Yeah. And then with that song, you know, I found found out that actions speak louder than words, honey. (laughs) You don't always have to tell somebody, I love you. But if you feel it and you have that emotion... That's the action that you feel that makes you keep going in that relationship. Now, I know you're about to go on tour, the Great Escape yes. Tour. So how was yes. it reconnecting with Tiny? And what is that What is that going to look like? Amazing. First of all, Tiny and I have been best friends. For the longest, Yeah, right? maybe 20 years now. Wow. And, um, of course, when friends you know, have disagreements, 
this was never designed for it to be as public as it was and embarrassing as Social it was. Media. Yes, yeah. and, and everybody had their little two cents that didn't know anything about it. Right. Everybody thought it was about this and that and had nothing to do with that. Um, but I'm just really glad that, you know, our friendship is strong enough and it, it stood the test of time. And, you know, through things like this, this is when you know who your real friends are and who's supposed to be in your life. Y'all about to be lit on it's this gonna tour. It's going to be a yeah. vibe. Yeah. Listen, it's already a vibe. I'm already feeling it, you know? So <laughs> I cannot ready. wait. I cannot wait. I can't wait. I haven't been on tour since the Love and War album because, oh, yeah, Coloring Our Lovers, yes. I got sick and couldn't go on tour. And I'm so elated to, you know, share this time with my girls. We're going to have a good, wonderful, empowering evening. And I'm telling y'all, go get y'all tickets. Don't call me. I ain't got no tickets. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're tickets. excited to share this moment with you oh, again, thank Seymour. You. Congratulations thank on all of your success. You. Thank you so much. I do have one quick request. Yes. I want to hear Hot Sugar on the tour. Oh, yes, Mama. Listen. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> and there will be a twerking moment because I believe yes. that spirit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Seymour, we love you. I love thank you guys. You. Thank you so much, my family. Y'all know we love Tamar. She is hilarious. And speaking of hilarious, the funniest fight every couple, if you are with me, I know you're going to feel me on this. Every couple fights every night about what's for dinner. If you're with me, tweet me, please. My husband and I every night have to debate what we're having unless our Blue Apron subscription comes in for the week. And then it's easy. Finally. So if you are like us and you want to get into Blue Apron, which you should, you can order your meals in advance with Blue Apron. You can pre-select what you want for the week. All the groceries and ingredients are fresh. They come right to your door, which means, again, no arguing. I mean, think about it. It could be fast food or you could be having cheesy chicken and black bean enchiladas with salsa for dinner or shrimp marinara with spaghetti, honey, and spinach and parsley. That is what we will be having next week. And you should, too, if you go to Blue Apron. Apron.com slash yes girl. That's blueapron.com slash yes girl. Remember, it's affordable. They have a great variety. Also, it's flexible. Let's say you guys aren't going to be together this week or your family's not going to be together. Someone's traveling. You can put a week on hold. You can customize your orders. Really, it's easy, affordable, and you can make it for you. So, no more dinner fights, okay? Blueapron.com slash yes girl. A better way to cook. And remember, blueapron.com slash yes girl will get you. $30 off your first meal. That's $30 off your first meal with free shipping too. So remember, go to blueapron.com slash yes girl and get $30 off your meal and stop fighting about dinner. Up next, the Queens from Queen Sugar. Hey, Charlie. Corey Murray. I'm excited this morning. I'm excited this morning. We are in the presence of some queens. <laughs> some true queens who are sweet <laughs> Oh, I see what you did there. You see what I did? <laughs> My double eye, eye wink didn't help. A wink wink. Well, we are happy because you guys are here. We are huge Queen Sugar fans. Thank you. We have Thank the board of sisters here. Thank you for coming. All the success Thank of the you. show so far. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Beautifully overwhelming. I'll keep oh, saying like that. that. It's beautifully overwhelming. Yeah. It's been that since day one. Mm -hmm. And it still is. So to have a show... Almost what, two years now, yeah, still yeah. beautifully overwhelming and still enjoy going to work every day yeah. and working with the cast and crew yeah. is a blessing. To have the to have the cast be the thing you look forward to yeah. every day, it's mm -hmm. it's actually fairly rare yep. in TV. You know, there's always that moment when you walk onto a set for the first time and you're looking for the crazy. You're, you're <laughs> trying to identify mm -hmm. what in the equation is going to be the chaos and to avoid it. The shenanigans, like, yeah. Like the plague. 
And to <laughs> not have to do that is like, oh my God, I don't think I've ever had this experience. It, it really has been uh, freeing because then all that energy goes to the work. To the work, yeah. I love that. So it's just full sisterhood moment. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sisterhood and brotherhood. We get to play, moment. right? The yeah. play's the thing. We yeah. get to play. Yep. How many, I know there's a lot of stories about the fact that Ava, you know, you have Oprah, you have Ava, you have the female directors, but how many women are on set? A lot. As far behind the scenes. Way more than any other set I have ever been on, really. Def- um, two More than two hands, I would say. Definitely, right? Oh, yeah. And four, oh, maybe yeah, for sure. Four, maybe? Four, no. I would say I 40? would say three to four. Yeah, three to four. Hands. And for a film set, that's crazy. I mean, wow. it normally feels like a frat, frat, you know? I mean, it feels like, oh, okay, we went into the wrong door, you know? It's, it does, though. Often you walk in the set, you're like, oh, uh, I count one. That's me. That's I'm me. the one. Okay. Right. So it's just the black girl magic explosion that we. It, yes, it is. Yeah. It is, actually. And, yeah. black, and black boy joy. It's like everything. It's all it. of the black girl, boy, everything, every day, all day. But you know what? It's the black girl magic. What What's fascinating and wonderful is that the black girl magic explosion also just exploded the inclusion explosion. So mm-hmm. it's not just black girl magic. It's all kinds, it's all kinds of brown folk magic. I love it. Yeah. Up in there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it's and that that is so inspiring to see all kinds of people on the set and behind the scenes and in post-production and pre-production. It's just um, I don't know, it's, it's the most inclusive set and production I think I've ever seen. Personally. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Wow, and the fact that you're recording in a place that's close to home for us, New Orleans, New Orleans. and I know the story said in New Orleans. What is it like being down there? Because that's magical in itself. Mm-hmm. New Orleans has become my favorite city in America um, because it is a resilient city with a resilient people, um, and it's beautiful. It's full of culture. It's full of music, and it's full of food mm-hmm. for your belly. Um, and it's every day. And I think I lo- what I love about New Orleans is the mystical quality to it because mm-hmm. there's an energy there too. There's a history mm-hmm. that even if you're not from there, anyone who comes to our set, especially when we shoot out sort of at Ernest House at the, the Sugarcane Fields, when you're out there, you feel it. And we've had a lot of guest stars come on and work out there and go, ooh, what is that? I was like, you feel that? Mm-hmm. You feel that? That energy? Yeah. And that never goes away. It never goes away. It really doesn't. It's like, I think something about the material meeting the history of the land. Yes, exactly. You it's know, really, really deep. My mother, um, shout out to Katrina, um, <laughs> is a huge fan of Queen Sugar. And she said one of the things that she loves about the story is that the fact that this, you guys are on the land that where you were slaves. Mm-hmm. And then you bought the land. Um, she was really moved by the episode where the, the history was told. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I just never seen a story like this, how it unfolds and how it impacts today. What, how has that impacted you personally, being there filming on the land? I mean, it's, um, it's surreal. Yeah. And it's profound. And it, it doesn't stop being profound, profoundly moving, really, because... You know, I think I've been in this conversation a lot lately about black farmers and about how radical it is to see black folks on big expanses of land and to to frame it so beautifully and to go, wow, why why don't I see this more? Um, And there are reasons why we don't see that more, because I think that there is there has been a bit of a disconnect. There has been 
um, you know, that is, the, for better and for worse, that is the inheritance of our history in this country. Um, but I know that, like, my own grandmother, you know, she had a, a little farm or a little, gar- not a little, it was a huge garden. It felt like a farm in her, right next to her house in South Central in L.A. And that's the legacy. She's from Alabama. Like, I remember that. But that is sort of really was her generation. It didn't continue on past her. So... I feel like um, there's there's a conversation that's that's happening definitely around land ownership, but also around agriculture and uh, and and farmers and 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 black farmers and um, and and of course the history of all of that why that is the case from slavery to sharecropping to to farming and owning land um, it's it's a surreal profound multi layered conversation that never never feels normal it feels very special all the time. And the storyline is so rich, and the visuals too. Oh, like yeah. every time I tune in, it's just an, an experience. Like I feel like I'm just in a photograph. You know, the mm, work you guys mm-hmm. do such an incredible job with the acting, and then the visuals, everything. It's just a whole experience. It's just like a moment yeah. for fans, and I know they feel really connected to you all when you, yeah. you know, just when they see you. I'm sure it's like, girl. It, it, that's my that's <laughs> my you. favorite part is meeting fans, both male and female, who are looking at Nova and Charlie and Ralph Angel as as a sense of um you know familiar f- f- familiarity they mm-hmm. they see themselves in us um and that to me is the reward that's the big reward at the end of the day cuz that means we're doing something right if someone recognizes themselves in you right. um cuz that means you're authentically playing something to a certain t- type of truth that your audience your viewer is going Ooh, well that she ooh, she remind me of my auntie or mm-hmm. my cousin or you know um it's real yeah and it's and i and i think you know kudos to our writing team and ava like i do feel like it is a little bit like shakespeare sometimes because sometimes all we really do have to do is say the words on the page and look at each other and that's where the magic happens you know um not all you know scripts are um I love that it's open, though, too, because sometimes if something doesn't fit in the pocket, whether it's dialogue or situations or things like that, we're able to collaborate and maybe find another way that Nova thinks, da 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 And sometimes that's on the day, you know. But when mm-hmm. we have a cast that's so, I guess, what, versatile is, is a, or, yeah. or ready, always yeah. at the ready. And invested. Invested, yeah. yeah we like can that. move quickly through things and not have to worry about... Um, you know, a snag. Like we, we we get snagged up, but it never keeps us long. Mm-hmm. We get we we always keep it moving. Um, that's kudos to Ava, I think, and how she wants a set to be run. Um, it's a safe environment for us as actors to really play. Like I really feel like it's a big theater project for me mm-hmm, because totally. that, that's why I said you know when we were talking earlier, like the play's the thing. Yeah. Like it's like we really do get to analyze these scripts, these characters. And really get to fight for some things, too. Like, I yeah. love then when sometimes when I'm like, no, I don't think Nova would do that. Mm. Or, you know, Don may be like, well, I think Charlie might want to look at it this way. And they listen, you know, and then we can meet, we can compromise and meet halfway. Or sometimes they're like, shh, Routine is right or mm. Don's right and let's take it there. So I love that they keep it open for us as actors to really be invested in our characters and also help to tell the story. You so know, you have a seat at that table. We have That's a seat incredible. at the table. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, you yeah. know, I know a lot. I'm, imagine being black actresses. That's not always. I mean, no one. I mean, you know, being, being an case, actor, so being incredible. an actor in general, you you don't assume that you are entitled to be at that table. Right. right. Just the, the way that, you know, the, the feeling is just a sort of you're not the highest in the totem pole unless you're really, you know, but it's it's it's. There's a feeling of I think it has to do with that inclusive 
you yeah. know, movement that that it's about voices being important and voices mm -hmm. mattering and 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 perspectives and what you really are here to contribute being a value. Um, and kudos to Oprah too because you know. I think part of her vision for OWN and part of her vision for this show was about revealing what black families are and, mm -hmm. and all of our beauty and in, in intricacies and, and levels Layers, and dimension, all of, all of that stuff. Of Diversity, stuff. you know, mm -hmm. within families. So rich. Yeah, and I think that intention was so super clear that part of what happened is that it, it attracted other people who were invested in that. Mm -hmm. So it's easy for us to leap when that's the spirit of the mm -hmm. project. It's, mm -hmm. it, you know what I mean? We all, we all want to reflect those realities, those backyard moments, those, you know, living room conversations that we've all had um and then to watch others watch us yeah you know what i mean that yeah. is a is a part of it that is it's hard to articulate but it's uh it's really an important part it's really an important part now something we found out that is equally important you guys knew each other before Yes, we do. Yeah, oh, we do. Queen Sugar is <laughs> like a little reunion for you two. From Greg, Greg. We go way back. We go way back. We go yeah, back to for color girls who consider suicide when the rainbow wasn't enough. Yeah, wow. that was that was the only time that we worked together yep. at school. It's the only time that because you're not allowed, or at least at the time that we were there, you're not allowed to do projects between classes, and we weren't in the same class. Really? Yeah, but this was a student-led project. Yeah, we, yeah, we put on ourselves. Yep. Um, yep. and that's oh, where you wow. met on campus. Well, we we had met because okay. we. Same department, but that's where we actually worked together, and it was the bond. That's, that's where the sisterhood that's was where formed. It started. And you know what I just found? Mm -hmm. My lady in yellow dress. Yes, you sent me a text yes. about it. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Like, so wow. it was graduation that's who, that's night. Who she really is. That's who Rutina Wesley oh, really is. Stop it, lady. She's the lady, lady in yellow. yellow. She like truly is the lady in yellow. So what is that moment like? Because so many times now we're finding that a lot of our favorite uh, actresses are they come from Juilliard and they knew each other before. They you know they were either in the same class or even some of the stars of Orange Is the New Black. Like Corey and I were saying, it's like the sorority, the oh, fraternity. Yeah. Yes, you guys is. have like a group text. Like what is? Because you guys are all. Oh, sometimes we do. Sometimes yeah, we do. We we take. We we take care of each other though we do. Yeah, I would I say, I, I'm I know that I'm always reaching back to them to the yeah. girls and and especially those who are under me and just being like, how are you? Yeah, you good? You yeah. need somewhere to stay for a minute? Like how I just because they 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 need it and also we all know the struggle is real. We yes. know the grind the mm -hmm. grind mm -hmm. the grind out here is real. The hustle is real. Yeah. So sometimes you may need a couch or something just so you can go to a couple auditions for two weeks. And I'm about that life. I'm like, yeah. come come to me. Yeah. Because I I know how it. I mean, I think we all know what it's like to go to L.A. and be sleeping on couches mm -hmm. for a month of pilot season mm -hmm. and really trying to. And you can't really do your best work when you're sleeping on couches and right. when you're, you know what I mean? So I feel like we try as um, the black women, as the black women of Juilliard. Um, <laughs> as a ring to it. Yeah. We try to take care of each other and have a really strong sisterhood that's not competitive, yeah. that is based on love and nurturing and and I think it's been passed down because it seems like it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger I than what it used way. to be. I yeah, see I that. that yeah, for sure. And Corey, for sure. correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we've seen it on the red carpet sometimes for black women in Hollywood. Like you see different actresses coming down the carpet and they, you see that like, hey girl, and you realize they're classmates. Or yeah. from, from I love that. Yeah. Juilliard. That's fantastic. No, yeah. this is great. But you also have some great guys, and I know the passing of Nelson. Yeah. yeah. We miss him. He's yeah. a genius. He, he really, truly... He was that dude, man. Mm -hmm. He was my dude. Um, 
Yeah, and it, it's uh, it's it's it, it hurts. Of course, it's I miss him. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss him. Um, but I know he's going to live on and on and on and on and on because yeah. his work, his body of work that he's done and also just his spirit mm-hmm. is here still. Mm-hmm. He's he's in all of us now. He's watching all of us. So, um, you know, it's 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 amazing how sometimes a life change or something can happen to you because what that that his death for me literally just woke me all the way up. And I think a lot of us like I was like, I'm up now. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought I, I thought I was up. But now I'm like really up, you know, yeah. and he and I and with him, I think of my nephew, my brother, I think of all of my male black. I just I just think of everyone. And so now for me, I'm like, how can I, help, you know, help to give young men and women hope keep to, you know, keep hope alive, actually, mm-hmm. just to like, how can we stay hopeful in um, a time full of chaos, where's the beauty in the chaos? You know, so because he always found the beauty in the chaos. He actually, he really did. Very, very I rare. think he's a he's a very good example of why we are so close. Oh the, yeah, the Juilliard folk, actually, and the Juilliard, yeah. the spe- so? specifically the black women in Juilliard, because I think we all saw each other and watched each other develop, and so we were so invested. Yeah, we were I so invested that. in each other's artistry and each other's mm-hmm. voice and each other's person. Like literally, there person their person it's it's really deep that connection yeah anyone you went to school with at that time you just you feel it so and he was particularly intimate he had a he, he had was. like a, an ability to be really intimate distinct with each person that he was friends with was connected with so i think that that witnessing each other in that time mm-hmm. and then also sharing the experience of being a black woman in the business being yeah. a black actor in the business being a black creative in the business you there's like a, a shared understanding of challenge there's a shared understanding of dreams there's a shared understanding of um of community there's there's something that you share yeah. coming out of that experience uh that's just that's that's beyond just being an actor yep mm-hmm. um so i i think he he sort of epitomizes that because the loss was felt all over the world. community yeah. Yeah, and, and the, the world. world. But yes. You know community. what I mean? It like it it hit somewhere hard because yeah. of that kind of history and investment. So And his spirit really shone through in all the roles. Yeah. I think that's something of the gift he left us with all yes. those roles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you could get a feel for what he was like. And yeah. he, and he loved what he did. And everyone in the Juilliard community too, I think was just to speak on what you were saying, Don, just to f- Everyone thought the same about Nelson Ellis. Mm. So there was not, I mean, I think everybody thought he was a genius. He Everyone was a genius. thought his spirit was. Yeah. And that, how rare is that? How rare is that mm-hmm. for, for, for someone to, at such a young age, to touch the entire world? And what, entire what the world, world saw was like, was a, like a, a fraction tenth, of what a he. A tenth of what folks at school saw, like, and knew about him. Right. right. Just a, a, a fraction. Yeah. A fraction. Wow. Okay, well, we he's here. Yeah, I know. I was absolutely. like, oh, I don't know how to <laughs> absolutely. No, this was beautiful. <laughs> so, but you know, I have a question for you. You're from Vegas. Yes, I have. I know to that's know. so weird, isn't it? <laughs> right. That, no, I love. I to get play. it all the time in Vegas. I like to say it's Disney World for adults. <laughs> that's what you, I feel. Do, like. do you leave your credit cards at home? No, girl. <laughs> I've had some situations. No. You, see, that's the problem. <laughs> it's just so much fun. But I wonder every time I'm there and I see locals, I'm like, what's it yeah. like to live in this land of? You know, it, whatever happens here, it stays here. To grow up, you know what I mean, where yeah. everyone's coming to, you know, to live their best lives, and then it, it's a, it's a 
big small city, isn't it? Like right. Vegas mm. is more awesome. Vegas to me is more like a small town, even though it's a city. Really? Everybody know, knows everybody there. Um, usually, this is this is gonna sound really funny, but usually people go, you know, I met some other person from Vegas. I'm like, what's their name? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we went to school together back in. Um, like I usually really? know, yeah, because it's a small, it's a small place, especially when you're getting to the performing arts and stuff. Like we really do all know each other but Vegas is interesting um I I sometimes find it sad because people do go there what stays in Vegas you know what happens in Vegas Mm -hmm. stays in Vegas but people do go and they do spend lots of money Mm -hmm. you know now I don't mind that I'm like go have fun and vacation but just don't stay like you got to get out of there yeah in and out in and out like your vacation should be a weekend (laughs) and leave your credit cards at home I'm serious about that leave the the credit cards at home go on a budget yes now the shows now you got to pay money for them tickets honey because oh have you seen oh that's the underwater show. They be they be they be running across the stage, and then somebody from the rafters like dives into the water what? after somebody just ran across the stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, into nice. the water. I did yeah. catch wow. the MJ. There's a tank. Now away. that I hear is good. Did you be- Beatles love? You got to yes. see that too. See, see? Okay. okay, I'm a Vegas mm-hmm. girl. But we'll you got to see. Oh, that's you missing out. <laughs> It's on my list now Dawn you an LA girl <laughs> an LA yes. girl I am an LA girl what are LA girls be like you're an you know, LA girl I have to say. Like, is like insecure She's like, like what you, is it you're, you're you not know the typical what? LA girl though no you're not. I don't know I don't know because I feel like <laughs> honestly I feel like the natives the natives are really chill and yeah. people don't know that about LA but no, the you're na- right. so insecure like it's honestly, you well. it really is repping us well like Completely, it it's hella good. It's hella good. It's hella good. I'm watching that hella, show. Yes, hella. I'm watching that show, and I'm like, this is hella true. Like, this, this is hella true. true. Like, it. it's my life because I actually was like, I was, I did what Issa did. I totally was like a youth arts teacher. Like, really? in a, oh, totally. Like, I've lived that life. Issa stole oh your life. God. It's crazy. Totally. I was like, Issa, how'd you know? <laughs> so, but, but honestly, the LA, the growing up in LA is fascinating because everyone in LA, every girl in LA has a valley girl in her. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter where yeah. you're from. Yeah, that's true. You could true. be from the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. You could be from East LA. <laughs> it, she's and you you just got her in there. You just got her in well, there. Well, I have her too, but I think that's a West Coast thing because I'm from Vegas and I kind of got, got her too because you know, she comes out. In, a, in LA though, <laughs> it's, it's so, oh my God, you guys, it's so date. It's so date. So date. Like holiday. Oh my God. For, for real. Oh my God. I, oh my God. I think and it is West Coast. I definitely it think it's a West Coast. It's a West Coast thing. It is. So I can't hide that part. I can't hide that part. But I will say that I think, I think in terms of where the, the like idea of the LA girl comes from, I don't, I mean, most people don't think I'm from LA I don't think I embody that I don't yeah. think I do but I do embody the native the native sort of chill the culture vibes. the vibe it's all it. about mm. the vibe it's, it's a lot of like a lot it's of a home vibe. a lot of home chilling a, you know what I mean a lot of like backyards a lot of like yeah. a lot of down homeness in LA that I always feel that's like when you go home home comes out yeah, mm-hmm. like my husband's always like, "Where did this accent come from?" When we yes. go to Virginia, he's like, "Wait, what? Who are you?" Yeah, like wherever you, <laughs> but you know, when you go home and you get around your grandma, your aunties, yes. whoever. And so here's what's interesting is, is that because out. like my family, my dad's side of the family in LA is all from Alabama. So I would always say, like, when I'm at my grandmother's house, I was in Alabama. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. we, she had a big garden. <laughs> yeah, she, like, right. I was running through stalks of corn. And, what? like, she was pulling out mustard greens. Like, it was <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> okay? So, literally, I walk in the house, she'd be like, what you want to eat? How you do? 
nowhere. See? Oh, Alabama. Mm-hmm. All so, the way. So in terms of the black community, because that was so much a part of the, the great migration, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it wasn't Absolutely. just up north, it was to the west too. So those areas actually, there's something very connected to the south. And very connected to like really to Southern culture that that I feel deeply, deeply. Um, so that that that's a part of LA too. It's a part of LA that that hasn't been caught until now, until insecure. Right. But like it hasn't been focused on. But yeah. you know, as I say that, I have to own all the other stuff, like the traffic. <laughs> Yeah. It's which is inexcusable. A for me. It's real. It's, it's inexcusable. It definitely is inexcusable. It's not yeah. a game. And then there's also the like very hyper business thing. Mm. And in those areas of town, yeah, people are asking you what you do before they ask your name. Yeah. And they're, you know, that's that's real too. Up next, more yes girl to come. All right, divas. This message goes out to all of my fur mamas. Yep, that's what I'm calling us. If you have a dog that you love a pet that you love, a furry, furry baby in your life, like I do. Our little Yorkie's name is Karma. Uh, If you have one in your life, I have something for you. So BarkBox. Now, if your dog is at all as spoiled as mine, you want to do any and everything to make he or she happy. That's how we feel about Karma. She's home alone all day. We want her to live her best life. We want to keep her entertained. So we tried BarkBox, which is a monthly subscription box for your pet. Okay, monthly. And there you can get your monthly subscription box from BarkBox. It is the products are all natural treats, innovative toys. Um, and they're designed to match your dog's unique needs. So even if they have allergies, I mean, they're thinking about them. Karma has fall allergies. It's a thing. My dog has allergies. But anyway, they have all natural products. It's all good for your dog. And they have themed boxes. You guys know I love a theme. So you can get a themed monthly box for your dog. Each monthly box is themed. It has toys, treats, oh, just all kinds of things they'll love. And they call them products, <laughs> which I love. So your dog can do an unboxing. So they want you to sit down with your dog and let your dog get lit off the idea that all of these things are just for them. We did it with Karma. I came home. I was like, Karma, it's for you. It's for you. Her tail action was insane. She was like, yes, mommy, yes. And she, <laughs> we opened the box and it was doggy dumpling toys. They were in like a takeout box. There were these little squeak toys. She loved it. She grabbed like three of the dumplings, ran under the bed. We didn't see her for hours. She was a happy camper. So BarkBox has a number of ways that you can use it. You can send it as a gift. You can get it for yourself. And we're going to hook you up. If you right now get a six or 12 month plan with BarkBox you go to BarkBox.com slash yes girl and you will be able to get a free month's box if you get a 6 or 12 month plan so again that's BarkBox.com slash yes girl subscribe to a 6 or 12 month plan and you can get a free box y'all I have one gripe with LA uh yep. <laughs> going to the club just one <laughs> Y'all bouncers yeah. don't play. Oh, I know. They they, they, they be like, I don't care who you are. Yeah. I'd be like, but I'm, I, and then you know what I did? I can't believe I'm about to acknowledge this. Uh-oh. So I was younger <laughs> and I was a little thinner. So they wouldn't let me in. And so then I literally went around the corner and took off my jacket thinking I was going to do something. Corey. <laughs> I've did been at, I've been at best a B cup my whole life. <laughs> And I thought, did you by showing back, that if I came back up, that right. he was going to let me in. And he was like, girl. I saw you five minutes ago. Wait, you can't. Do you remember? You can't. You're not he, getting in. He's not, he did not let me in. It was right over there yeah. by where Soho House was. There was a club oh, over yes. there. Oh, And he was not letting me in. Yes. That broke it's my spirit. My, that's she part said of my she grown. broke much broke your spirit. <laughs> no, now, that's, that's part of my grown woman philosophy, though. I don't do lines. 
If I can't oh. get on the list oh, yeah. or something, I don't, if like, I don't, the, like, yeah. that I don't like that experience. I don't want to be and, in a line. And in I LA, like the line is, LA is painful. It's painful. The line is painful. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like it, make, it's, uh, it makes you sad. Wait, why you, is you it drive, painful? You why is it painful? You see, you, you see the line and it and, and it makes you like, you drive by like, oh, I'm not going there. Right. Like, uh-uh. No. So change of plan. Yeah. Texting, sorry, y'all, I'm going home. I ain't doing all that. I'm not doing it. And I don't, you know, and not for nothing, I don't like to set myself up for that. Can I? Can't I? Mm-hmm. Am I enough? No. Mm-mm. If I'm not on the mm-hmm. list, I'm in my on my couch. Right. But it's LA every time for me. I know. I know. It is. <laughs> you, she's still still used up. Still. She's LA still. Still. I have a problem. Chris card. I am scarred. <laughs> But we've seen it. But speaking of happy moments, I have a yes. happy moment with you. Oh, okay. So years ago, we did a photo shoot with you. Mm. And it was you, Tika Sumpner, and the Tory. Oh, yes. But here's, <sighs> but here's my moment. <sighs> so, you know, you play music, you know, to get people hyped and get in their mood. Mm-hmm. And you wanted Little Wayne's <laughs> yes. Millie. Yes. <laughs> yes. You that's my That's my joint. Out. She had this fur. It was like a 70s theme. I, like, every time I hear Millie now, I you <laughs> oh, come in my head. Really? Like, I love you and even you more now. Turned it, yes. Really? That's, that's my Rutina memory. That is true Rutina. That's true Rutina. That is like a not a theme song, but like I listened to that a lot during True Blood. That kind of mm-hmm. he Lil Wayne would back, you know, like Carter two, three, one. Yeah. That that got me into the yeah, and even Carter four. Because I started being like, you know, six foot, seven foot, eight foot, foot, eight. <laughs> I love you know? it. Yeah, yes. so it always, um, but music like keeps me going. It, it, it helps shift my mood sometimes. Mm-hmm. And also it keeps me in a place, depending on what scene I'm doing, it keeps me right where I need to be. And also I also use it just as a distraction, just to mm-hmm. like kind of, you know how you need to clear your head yeah. sometimes and just not think. So, But that's funny because I have forgotten. I bet you were like, this girl is really serious that she wants to listen to. <laughs> no, because I. I loved you, it. you loved it. Okay, I good. Loved it. I was you like, know how many times during the Essence Festival meetings I'm always like, "Can we get a little Wayne? Can we get a little Wayne?" <laughs> and they're like, "Corey, can he do a clean show?" And you're you know like, what? Mm. You know? What? Can you, you like, imagine little Wayne in New Orleans at the Essence Festival? Yeah, you know we can probably make I that can. happen. I can't imagine that. That would be. It would be epic. Sold out. Okay, let's. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we claim that? Yes, we're claiming it for next year. Okay, but since you brought up True Blood, yeah, and we're talking about a moment. Oh, no. That show, mm. incredible, iconic. And I have to tell you, when your character got shot, girl, I that was when I think I started keeping the tissues by the couch. When I was watching TV, I was definitely, I was like, what is happening? No, you feel connected. And so I have to ask, given that you were Tara and now you're Nova, yeah. and both characters draw us in for different, completely different reasons, but we feel connected. When you have like a hardcore fan come up, is it like, are they usually like Tara or Nova? Like what with the black women? You, what is it now? You know what's starting to happen is I'm getting, I'm hearing a lot more Nova than Tara. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and a lot of my True B fans, the True Blood fans are coming over to Queen Sugar, white, mm-hmm. black, brown, all colors. We healed. Rainbow, which we I healed. love. <laughs> yes. Um, but I used, I use, I still will get, oh my God, Tara? Like, uh, just Tara? Is that Tara from? And I have to hey, turn girl. around and just be like, <laughs> you know, and then they go, can I bite you? No. Uh, uh, no. no, wait a minute. Let yeah. me tell you, this this lady minute. had fangs. She put fangs, she uh-uh. had fangs in and she said, can I, um, 
want to bite your neck. And uh-uh. I said, I said, well, let me tell you what we're going to do. I was like, we're going to act, okay? So this is what we do on set. We're going to act and pretend. we're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. We're not she pretend to bite my neck. And she dipped me down and did a whole, like, <gasps> was ready for it. And she didn't do it. But it was fine. But I had to, like, really be clear about the pretend part about it. I was like, we're going to act space. here. Wow. She was like, well, I have, the, I know you have the teeth. Yes. And <laughs> Which it is why we're going to pretend. And it was the, like, hard ones. Uh-uh. Like, she had... Mm-hmm. Per- like things that she could pop in and pop out. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Sit- I nope. had no idea. Hey. No nope. people legit wanted to bite right. you. That's yes, I've, I, see now some of the Truby fans it are eccentric. They yeah. are eccentric, yeah. and yeah. I love them. Yes. I love them, but it has been difficult sometimes. Sometimes yeah. people come and they grab me and they want to do things, and I'm like, we can't do. This is not real. Like yeah. this is this like, is pretend time. <laughs> That I am not Tara. Well, I'm praying for them. Yeah, praying. I'm praying for them. And Don, you are playing Don, another black Charlie on screen. Yes. And as a Charlie, I have to say, thank you for representing Charlie. Yeah. Quite well. I do my best. I think it's the first. I was telling Corey, I don't know of another black female character with that name. I cannot think of another one either. I can't think of another one either. I'm very proud to be a Charlie. She is a boss. She is a boss. I I mean, it begins with her name. She's a bad bitch. Yes. She is. Yeah, she you is. rolled up on she the is, you know, of and, like, and it's hard, me again. It is hard, it is hard for me. me to actually admit it, but she is bad and bougie. <laughs> she, she is. is she is bad, bad and bougie. She, she that's is. Bad. That's bad. At and the end of the day, it's hard for me to admit it because I'm so not a bougie person, even though I dress like one sometimes. <laughs> I'm not. It's not who I am. Like, it's not in my core. It's not who I she am. Is bad but bougie. Charlie is. And and she owns it. Thing. And she really does own I don't think she likes being called out about it. She's like, don't call me that. But. But. And she's settling into her bougie. I don't like it. I think she. I think she's. I think she's learning how to use her bougieness to do what she needs to do in whatever environment she's in. Mm-hmm. It's sort. Of, she's in this place right now. I feel like I think of her as a superhero often because she's <laughs> like, you know that. what I mean. She's got a little cape on all the time. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna do it. I'll yeah. rescue you. You know what I mean. And <laughs> Sit so, down, Ralph Angel. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know right. what you're doing. You don't have the cape. You know. You don't have the cape. Yes. <laughs> you don't have the cape. And I feel like I feel like part of what she's doing though, because sometimes she has she's she's a superhero, and sometimes it's like you got this a whole lot of kryptonite. Please calm down. Okay. Right. But I feel like what she's doing is she's sort of like learning to use her superpowers mm-hmm. for good. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's not just her good. It's not just like, oh, I'm about to get mine. Because she did that all that with Davis. They got a whole lot. Oh, girl, I you can't know? stand Davis. I Don't know. get me started. I know. Mm. All right. But but I do want to talk about y'all mans before we we wrap up. Okay. Your on-screen man. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know he's married. Devondre Whitfield. Dondre. Dondre. Ooh, he would. Ooh, ooh. I know Andre. he would get me. <laughs> Dondre is so serious about his name. It's he, not a game. He. Oh yeah. It's not a game. It's, yeah. He said. Well, I'm sorry. Um. Would you say? Would you say? Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh. Is it DeAndre? Um. Huh. Uh-huh. Oh. Who's that? Say who's who? Who's that? Who you talking to? I know who that is. I know you're not talking to me. I, I don't know who that is. Because my name. My name's not DeAndre. My name's not DeAndre. <laughs> no. But the man on Queen Sugar and honey. Dr. Dubois. I know what that boy him? has been in other things, mm-hmm. but I don't know why on Queen Sugar. I know. He looks so good. I know. Ooh, he's, he he's a beautiful man. He is. Fine. He is. He's holding that sign that just says Queen. To, oh. And every time he just looks at you. Mm. I think I cried on that for on the first take of that when we Ooh, shot that scene. Actually, I, I can because yeah. I, I wasn't expect. I, I, I think was a lot just, of people cried. No, yeah, I know. Just, I had a moment watching I, it, and he was so cute with it because he actually waited. 
for me to get to when he saw that I saw him and then he brought it around and did that mm. at the very first time. I just was like, oh, you are just, just so sweet. He's so sweet. Is he, like, married? is he married? Yes, he is married. In real life. That's why I just, that's <laughs> why I done. took it to this. I was like, well, he's just so sweet. He's yeah. Just very <laughs> let's, sweet. let's call him sweet. He's a sweet man. No, but. <laughs> like Andre, let's just call him, him, him nice. He's, he's, nice. he's so nice. They're nice. And we can't but acknowledge the fellows nice. without talking about Ralph Angel. Oh, well, <clears throat> Kofi. Um, well, Kofi, Kofi. At Essence Fest this year, you guys, it was, y'all, did y'all see? It was a problem. Yeah, it was a problem. It was. Walking down the street is a problem. Seriously. He can't go nowhere. Good luck. He can't go nowhere. Good luck. Nowhere. Yeah. His yeah. mama was like, "Oh my lord, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. we need security." <laughs> and we, you know, and everyone should blame be... her. It's her fault. Like you did this. I was like, "Okay, you, you did with this. the magical uterus." Yes. <laughs> What's what, what? You just decided. Your genetics just decided to do your that. Fault. Like what? What? <laughs> You know, all of our men, too. I, will, I do want to say this about our men, though. Yep. They are gentlemen. Mm, they um, are especially on awesome. set. Any of the you know, stuff that we do on set, they're, they're such gentlemen. They take such good care of us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Dondre leads the charge in that. Totally. He's like the consummate totally. like, gentleman. I He's just, the protector. He is he the protector. He and Tim are really bookends. He, they call yeah. themselves bookends. Oh. But, yeah, but Dondre is, Dondre is such a, he is such a soldier. He is. For our, um, our vibe and our togetherness and he's just uh he's a protector he's a protector nice on top of everything well we're excited mid-season is now finale is back right yeah yeah and we have the ladies thank you so much thank you nine days you guys October 34th this was a good time yes it was keep up the good work thank you thanks to our guests Tamar Braxton Rutina Wesley and Don Leanne Gardner If you enjoyed these conversations, be sure to listen and subscribe to other great episodes of Yes Girl, such as our conversations with Angela Rye, the Emmy Award winning Lena Waithe, and funny as hell Tiffany Haddish. Yes. You can find these on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave a review while you're there. We are reading them. And thank you so much. But keep it up. We want to hear more from you. And thanks, of course, to our sponsors, BarkBox, Blue Apron, and Kind Snacks. Please support them the way they support this podcast. Thanks to the folks at Cadence 13 for their production work and also for our music from Gold Standard Creative. We'll see you next week.